0: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of I just blank now what I'm your host Jessica Stevens and I really appreciate you joining me today this week on the podcast we are talking to Jennifer Maxwell about the time when she had a I just lost all my corporate clients now what moment. Yes, this episode is probably one that resonates with many people who are business owners and had to pivot pretty hard and pretty quickly during the pandemic year. She shares what she needed to do to help get clarity on her new customers and clients now that one group was removed completely. So join us as uh, Jen shares and unpacks some of these lessons that she learned and helps you to figure out now what. So a little bit about Jennifer Maxwell. She is the clarity coach who helps inspired, heart-centered entrepreneurs go from scattered to aligned action for a business they love nor more guessing or throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. Instead, Jennifer uses proven disc strategies to help you build your business from the inside out. So let's get to the now what. Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged. Maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe... I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend. Me too. I've had a few, actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing, and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out. Often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? the podcast. All right. Well, hello, Jennifer Maxwell. Hello, Jessica Stevens. How you doing? Well, thank you. I have my coffee, so I'm extra happy. Extra, so she's caffeinated, folks. So you know, hang tight. She's gonna like be giving us all the good stuff. So oh, yeah. Jen, obviously, I just shared your your official bio with everybody, but you know, I love to start every podcast with guests kind of just sharing a little bit about themselves in their own words. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you? Like, tell us about Jennifer Maxwell.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, first of all, happy to be here. I am so um, thrilled to share a little bit about, about my story. You know, I've had a a long, I won't say a long journey, but as an entrepreneur, I think most of us, we have so many interests and things that we could do that it sometimes is really hard for us to refine down what is it that I do? And so I was really in facing before this whole pandemic happened. But right now, I'm pretty, I'm thrilled to say I feel really excited because I'm actually really aligned with the work that I want to be doing which is helping entrepreneurs just like me who have so many ideas and so many things that could be happening in their life any which of one could be the thing go from scattered and uncertain into aligned action. so that's a little bit about what I do and who I am and you're a mom and a a mom and a (laughs) wife oh yeah and disc personality profiles is my jam baby So we've been using that for, since we met and it just filters through all of my past uh, work. And then even prior to this recent transition, as I was transitioning from another job, I was like, what am I really good at? (gasps) Disc personalities. Disc personalities. All
0: right. So we're going (laughs) to, we're going to unpack what disc is for some people in a minute, but so I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of, you know, cue, cue this whole conversation up with earlier, I guess in 2020, right? We're now in 2021, earlier in 2020 at the you know onset of the global pandemic, you were a coach and a trainer uh, and you did a lot of workshops with corporate clients. Yes. And then all of the offices closed and you literally had a, I just lost all my corporate contracts. Now what moment?
1: Yes, 100%. That was it. And let let me just preface that with saying I had been building that for about eight to 10 months. So I had been shifting from entrepreneurial space to, okay, now it's corporate because quite honestly, I I was chasing the money. The money is much bigger in corporate. We all Mm -hmm. know that it's a slower moving beast, but the money is bigger. And I thought this is what I'm going to do. So (laughs) it was really going well. December 2019 was my best month yet financially. And I was like, I am crushing it. 2020 is gonna be like the best. I was geared up. And then you know, a personal tragedy struck my my nephew passed away January 2nd, 2020. So literally, like that kind of whole month was a bit of a write-off for me. But I had all these contracts in place and I was really set up, really beautifully set up. <laughs> and then set March, up for two, success, right? Set for success. Oh my God. And then March 13 happened. Uh, and I was like, you know, like everybody else, optimistic, right? It's going to be fine. It's only like short term. We're going to, it's, you know, and then it just wasn't. and that two weeks to flatten the curve, you turned know. Turned into, yeah. like 15 months, here we are. Right? <laughs> like 14
0: days running. to flatten the curve turned out to 14, 15 months later, right? Yeah,
1: but. yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And so, you know, like everybody, everybody's optimistic. We're all getting at home. We're going to be great. It's fine. We're going to handle this. And it seemed like, okay, so we're going to do everything online. And what I noticed, interestingly, was that everybody and most people went into crisis mode. Like we have to get our business to set up at home, online, and, you know, conferences and team training didn't seem like a major priority. So I was like, okay, it's okay. I got this. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've got enough to float me for a little while. We're going to be Okay. And then they're like, okay, we're doing conferences now in the fall. So any of the conferences and speaking engagements I had lined up for the spring now shifted to the fall, except I wasn't included. And here's why, (laughs) because it went from two days, two day conferences Mm -hmm. to four hours, which is like, first of all, four hours sitting in a Zoom. Nobody is just impossible. And we're all still scrambling to sort that out. And suddenly, I wasn't the top priority. Like it, you know, most of the people I was working with were in the insurance industry, so they had to dictate their um, their key players. So we had major financial partners and contributors that had to say, you know, this is what this is what shifted. This is like mm-hmm. you have to have this to make your license and your business run. Talking about how to you know communicate with your <laughs> other partner staff and clients. Not relevant. Did suddenly. not make the agenda. Yeah. Oh, no. and so it just became this really long and painful, like, oh my gosh, okay, I have to do something different. Now, now what? Now what? Literally, this is like your podcast moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now what? Oh my God. So there was a lot of tears, <laughs> a lot of huddling in the corner, and a lot of, I can do this. <laughs> a lot of rocky moments where I'm good. it's okay. I'm going to get through this. So I think that's the journey of every entrepreneur anyway. It's always up and down. And you know, so I picked up a really good summer read. That was like the catalyst. Somebody, I had mentioned something about, you know, getting an email automation going and someone said, you have got to get on Donald Miller. So pick up little side note here. If you haven't heard of Donald Miller, you should pick up a copy of Building a Story Brand. It was a game changer. And I've since gone through all of his stuff and I am not an affiliate. I have nothing to gain here, except it really helped me see the value of clarity in everything I do and everything anyone does in terms of marketing. So I began, you know, reading that and simultaneously, I was like, okay, well, what am I really good at? What did I always do in my past business? And prior to, to any of that, I was a wedding planner for a decade. And I was like, you know, I, I know how to sell to people. I don't even like sales, <laughs> but I understood them because I, learned how to read people and understand what mattered most to them. And I just showed my product or service in their way so they could compute what I was saying. You were speaking their language. Totally. And it's amazing. We all know what the word goal means, but goal to somebody is like, my husband asked me, what's your goal? You might as well ask me, what is the meaning of life? I I don't know what that word means because as I discovered, I am a journey person. So I want to get to the goal eventually, but there are many interesting stops along the way. So, this is, I started unpacking all of this and how could this relate to people like myself, entrepreneurs that are now in like this influx of, you know, now what? Literally now. Like now the biggest what? pivot
0: season of their, you know,
1: <laughs> life. Yeah, Career their life. life. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that interim, while I was reading this book, I created a series called Nail the Sale. So, it was really trying to help people. That just didn't understand how to have conversations about sales, like a little video journal, like basically three to five minutes. You know, you get on and learn a couple of things every day because there's a lot to take on. And like any language, there's nuances. So I created this, but still it wasn't right. <laughs> it was one part of the puzzle. And so I just kept digging and digging. And as I was looking, I was like hungry for clarity. Like, why can nobody help me? Nobody seems to be able to know to give me the answers that I so am able to give everybody else. And that's the ticket right there. (laughs) And then it was ding, ding, ding. ding. I was like, oh my gosh. So the the amazing uh, quote Rumi said, you know, that which you seek, seeks you. And I was like, okay, what am I seeking? I'm seeking clarity. Oh my God. I give clarity to everybody I talk to. They come off the phone. They're like skipping through. They're twirling like Maria on the top of the mountain. Sound of music. Thank you, Jennifer. I have clarity. Now I'm going to go run my business. And I'm like, I don't know what I do. <laughs> so it was like, okay, I'll tell you exactly how I also had clarity. Was It was in the strangest way. I was in one of these enormous Facebook groups and somebody said, I need help. I need help with this. And I was like, mentally, I do that. And that, I do that, this, this, and that. Oh, I do this, this, and that. I guess what I'm looking for is a clarity coach. <gasps> oh my God, I think that's what I do. <laughs> and it was like somebody showed me some random person who had no idea that their post was gonna impact really the trajectory of the words that came out of my mouth and what it is that I do. So she was- helps you hold a mirror up to your own face it was that reflection. I was like, I don't, people around me, here's the thing. We are too close to what we do, which is why we can't name our own products, figure out what we do. No, we just are too close to it. And it often takes some random outside person who looks at everything you're doing and is able to kind of pull it together and just reflect it to you. Not even like tell you just, this is what I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. It's like when you hire a professional hires a coach, they can't hit a home run because their toe is pointed the wrong direction. You shift that toe, suddenly it's home run every time. It's the same thing, you just can't see it. And so when I realized that, it became that journey to create a process now. Okay, what is it that I did? What are all the steps that I went through to create clarity for myself in terms of a process? Because once I heard that, like, you know, this is what I do. I'm like, okay, so now let's look at all the pieces. And I started piecing it all together in like, you know, what did I journal about? What what actions did I take? What is my daily routine that keeps me on track of that clarity? What books am I reading? All these kinds of things. So that just emerged out of a whole lot of mush. I think we've talked about this before. (laughs) the caterpillar to butterfly phase, you know, I know that you love dragonflies. I love Mm -hmm. dragonflies too, but there's something, there's a reason why people use that transition for butterflies because butterflies, they don't get there. Like in a bug's life, they don't go into a cocoon and pop out with little wings. They didn't go with a caterpillar with wings. Like, Oh, look at me. I'm a beautiful butterfly. That is not how it happens. They go to mush. Like they have to be wondering, I, I don't really know what's going on here. But I'll tell you what, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of hope. And that's really kind of how I felt when it was like I lost everything I had been building for, for almost a year to like, now what? And then it became clear as I started looking at really the essence of what is it that I do? How do I help people? And more importantly, who do I help? And then I have this another huge aha moment. It's almost like going right back to the beginning. Who is my ideal client? Like, really, like, not just what can I sell, but nothing I was doing actually felt aligned. And so the pandemic became a gift. And I think if people look hard enough, it's always a gift. There's always a reason why things happen. And for me, it was to show me that I was actually chasing the wrong thing. I was chasing nice big budgets, right? Like yeah, you just said at the beginning of this, you know,
0: episode is like you were chasing the money cuz the yeah. corporate clients had the
1: money. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. It wasn't the corporate client I loved. It was their field agents that I loved training. And what I loved about the field agents is that they're essentially entrepreneurs. They're self-employed. They're just getting support from their agency. And that's who I loved working with because I get that when something's not working as an entrepreneur, you you can pivot, you can stop, you can halt that marketing budget. You don't have to be like, well, we budgeted 3 million for that. We should see this marketing through. No, that's a really bad idea. You're losing every day. So I realized the people I actually loved working with have always been entrepreneurs because of that energy, that, that mindset, the ability to shift, pivot, and change course when needed, when something's not working. So when I when I realized that my real ideal client, and here's a little keynote, highlight this up and turn up your volume right now. Your ideal client is actually you. It is a past version of yourself. So whatever you learned, whatever problem you solved for yourself is the thing that you can now turn around and say, Oh my gosh, you guys, I figured this out. And now I have to tell all the people. And when I, I realize it that, forward. Right, yeah, and every business says there had to be a better way. That's what every business starts with. There had to be a better way, so I created it, mm-hmm. and so that is the premise of everything. And when you are completely aligned with that, that's where everything starts to fall into place. And that's and when you understand the language, that's when really when it starts getting juicy, and you start kicking up all the, it just gets juicy. You just kicking up all the heat. Then, oh my gosh! So that was my story in a nutshell in twenty five hours or less. <laughs> I got to the breath. Did I? Did I to You you powered <laughs> through that really quick. So let let's let's
0: unpack some of this, Jen, because yeah. you know we we whipped through a little bit quickly, and there's probably some other things in there that you did to help you kind of get to this new point of clarity and you know pivoting your business yet again into you know back to the space in which you really belong, which is you know, hanging out with entrepreneurs and helping that group. So let's, let's, let's rewind for the tape for a second here. So you, you know, when all of those corporate clients were canceling their events and their sessions and their, you know, workshops, and you were kind of cut from the agenda, because obviously for time restraints, they can't put every single speaker that they wanted on their two-day you know, (laughs) event into their four hour online session, because people just literally can't consume enough information in that short amount of time. You were kind of like left holding the bag, but they're like, okay, that income's not coming in. Like where, where'd we go? And you did go into retreat mode, which a lot of people do, right? Like they're like, Mm -hmm. okay, let me just like step way the hell back here and, and look at what's going on. So in your retreat, you did reach out for some support. So obviously reading a good book and listening to a good podcast like this one, or, you know, using some tools to help you kind of like, you know, sift through some of the mucky emotions that you were feeling was definitely key. So in addition to that book, what, what other kind of resources or things did you kind of now tap into to kind of help you sift through some things?
1: Yeah. So definitely some outside input that I think the only way you can have new outcome is if you have new input so you have to put something different into your brain so Mm -hmm. definitely a book (laughs) i was actually inside uh the hub community as well so surrounding myself with other great um entrepreneurs that were you know striving and moving everybody was having this experience together i was also in a smaller coaching group as well which was really critical for me it helped me kind of talk through some of the things like just the even just the emotion of what is actually happening. And so all of that was really critical. Like, you know, (laughs) I've heard it say you should never go into your mind alone. And it's really true because there's, it's just like a scary place because we can make up so much stuff about what's true what's not true and what's so, and it's really hard to get a, a real unbiased perspective you just kind of need that outside reflection sometimes because we just only see the world from inside our brain (laughs) looking outward and it isn't Mm -hmm. always accurate, right? So So outside support. So yeah.
0: So reaching out, talking to other people who may have been similar, going through similar situations as you is like, how are you pivoting? You know, what are you doing? Not necessarily for a copycat scenario, but just Mm -hmm. some hints and some clues of like, Hey, like, what's working for you, what's not working for you. So we can all kind of stitch together some, a few key things that might help us all move the needle a little bit in the right direction. Right.
1: Yeah. And also another key thing I really noticed or observed, and this has always been true, but never truer than now or then, which was looking at who do I want to be like and asking those people or following them as opposed to random people that aren't any more successful than I was in the moment asking them advice. Like they're no, we're, yeah, it's fun to go arm in arm and struggle together, but you have to kind of think, okay, it doesn't want to be the blind leading the blind. And that's sort of, at one point it was sort of like that, like, okay, this isn't working. We're now, we're just getting together and commiserating. (laughs) That's not good either. And that's okay for certain things, but there's a time when you're like, okay, if this is gonna, if I'm going to break out of this downward spiral, I've got to find a better focus and some place I want like you want to, you want to anchor where you into something go. solid, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Look where you want to go. And it isn't here.
0: <laughs> so who were those, you know, successful people that you're like, okay, they're, they're doing what I want to do. <laughs> they, they've got the clarity you know, let me kind of emulate some of what they're doing. So yeah, I totally agree. You got to like, don't ask advice of people who are not living the life that you want, right? Like that's just probably the worst thing you could ever do. Yes. Um, but seek out those who are actually doing the thing and ask them or sponge off them. So who were those people yeah. for you?
1: Some of them are people I, I know personally, and I would pick up the phone and call them. Some of them were just people that I admired from a distance. And that here's the thing about mentorship. A mentor can be someone that you don't Don't actually even know that you just watch and observe and see what are the things that they are doing that will allow me to also do those same things. So again, you know, Donald Miller, I I know I talked about him a lot, but what was really great about him is that he actually showed up in my my inbox every day as a like a little video clip. And it occurred to me what I was gleaning from that was: okay, it's consistency. He's showing up every day and it's small little nuggets. And as I grew from those little three minute sessions and what I learned, I was like, okay, I could probably do the same thing for other people. Like what, you know, what is the value? So it wasn't just, you know, where do I want to go and, and what I want to look like or what kind of success do I want to achieve? It was the way in which people showed up. So that level of consistency is like, yeah, I, I need that. And if, if I need that, People Someone like me else. probably needs that need that, yeah. So learning to kind of emulate some of the actions that provided real value for me. So that was a huge takeaway as well.
0: Excellent. And, you know, during your Caterpillar muck stage, <laughs> right? And you were kind of cocooned in your own thoughts and, you know, all the things that were like literally being torn apart and then changing and, and put back together. What would you say was the thing that helped you you know actually get through that stage and finish that stage because here's the thing so many people can go into a caterpillar stage and just like bail out and say, This is too hard, this is too messy, this is too yucky for me. I'm out and stop mid transformation. So, what was the thing that kind of helped you actually finish that transformational process to get you to the, your beautiful butterfly stage that you're <laughs> in
1: now? <laughs> Well, thank you for that. You know what? I'll say it is keep showing up. I just kept showing up. I didn't really know how it was going to go, but, you know, I would get online every day, (laughs) not every day, but I like, I was still putting out content because I knew, even though I didn't know exactly which direction or where the destination was, that the journey along the way and what I was sharing was still valuable. And at some point I was going to go, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to Florida. Okay. Or wherever. Now I know exactly the direction I'm going. But, you know, while we stopped along the way, we saw some Everglades and we saw, ooh, we saw this great little fair. And so I just kept showing up. And even I, I knew, even if I didn't have it all figured out that at some point no. something was going to click. And so that was really the critical thing. Just keep showing up. And if you have a presence online and people are used to seeing you, just keep showing up, even if it's not perfect. Because people, again, the same way in which I would look for that, that video every day from, you know, Business Made Simple was the same way that possibly people were like maybe they don't notice when you're there but they certainly notice when you're not yeah absolutely yeah so that's what I was like I didn't I didn't want that maybe it wasn't as often as I could have been but I was like at least people know it was like oh it was a familiar face and you know here's a little golden nugget that day so show up that's the takeaway Good stuff.
0: All right. So let's talk a little bit about DISC because that's kind of like also the like foundation of your business here. And I'm sure you did a hard look at, you know, your own DISC personality traits in this pivotal moment of your change and, you know, said, well, what is it about me? What are my personality traits? What I'm, what am I good at? And how do I, you know, do all these things that I can, can shift? So, Let's talk a little bit about DISC because we didn't tell anybody
1: what that is at the top of the call. So let's do that. Okay. So DISC is, most people have heard of Meyer Briggs. It's a great sort of uh, metric to understand how you see the world and how you communicate. This one is the easiest. So I've done a lot of them and I love all of them. And if you have one that works for you, just you know stick with it. That's amazing. The intent behind any of these is to really understand who you are, how you show up, and also really critically, who are other people? So I think that is why I love DISC so much is because it's so quick that it allows you to really look at other people and understand what is motivating them in that moment. So DISC is there's really just two questions. And the first one is somebody outgoing or are they reserved? You can usually tell if they're outgoing (laughs) or reserved. And then the second and more important question is somebody task focused or people focused. And the quick example of this would be if someone's task focused they get up, they make lists, they do all the things and they're checking the list off if they go either you know, physically or mentally. And at the end of the day, they get into bed and they are running that list. I did this, this, and this, oh my gosh, I forgot that thing. And then they you know quickly pull out their phone and make a note so they can go on the list the next day. That would be a task person, which is very different than the way a people person works a people person is really interested in all of people's lives the stories you know how are they doing what are they feeling you know a people person might go through the end of the day or maybe doing up dishes at the end of the night and they're thinking about all the fun interactions they had with somebody the text messages the funny meme they saw on facebook or they're thinking, oh, this person lost their dog; they had to put them down, and I wonder if they're okay. And that is very different approach. Like for me, you know, I go to watch news at the end of the night. You know, my, forget the finance. My husband wants to watch that. I'm like, I want the people story. This this family came from Syria and they set up a restaurant. Are they okay? There's a follow up. I need to know. Did they get the cat out of the tree? Like, <laughs> so those are little things that you're going to notice. What interests you? And when you get that, you will understand how people navigate the world and what matters to them and the reason that's a here's another critical example if you have a task parent and a people focused child it comes to homework the task parent is like let's just get it done if we get it done in 15 or 20 minutes we will be done and the child looks at homework like yay can we have milk and cookies with our time together and they like being with the parent And that is where the conflict happens. And the parents like, oh my God, I don't want to hug you right now. I'm going to hug you because you're my kid and yeah, I love you. But let's just get the work done. You were talking
0: to like a million homeschooling parents right now and then like, oh my God, where was this advice? You know, back in (laughs) March when they sent these kids home to me, right?
1: Because they've now
0: become, you know, homeschooling teachers who are trying to like get through curriculum. And the kids are like,
1: let's enjoy this school time together, mom. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, no parents are no parents everywhere. Oh my God. No, we love the teachers. And for that reason, because, and as a business person, and even though I'm a people person, I am still the same way. I noticed that like, I just like, okay, I actually have to get things done too. So we need to get this done quickly. Let's stay focused, honey. Here's some milk and cookies and we'll stay focused. So it's, it's really like that balanced approach to making everything work for everybody. So understanding that and DISC helps you do that, navigates a lot of emotion that can kind of come into this situation or lack of emotion, which is really kind of cutting and hard for people that don't operate that way. So yeah, it's just a whole bundle of awesomeness. And it's great for team building. It's great for family dynamics. It is great for understanding your clients and anyone. It's good for any human. It's good for you understanding you too, right? (laughs) Because the key key part of clarity is knowing yourself. Yes, you're 100% right on that. Thanks for swinging that back. Okay, another, see, here's an interesting (laughs) thing about myself and anybody who's like me, who's inspired, talking is synonymous with solving. So sometimes I have to talk out my solution and you see it in other people. So my husband will come bursting and he's like, babe, I got this problem. I got this and I should do this or should I do that? Well, if I do that, then this will happen. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to do that. Thanks. You're welcome. I didn't say a word. I just needed to be the face and the ears. And he was able to solve it and move on. And so, knowing that helps you understand your clients. And so, for example, now I'm doing this group, 12 uh, week group coaching program to help people take it right back to the bare bones. We're taking business back to the studs. Like, who am I and who is my ideal client and building all the way from the, the bottom up or, you know, the inside out, really, and knowing that most of the people, because we are our own ideal client, most of the people are people, people, they're inspired and they're heart centered, just like me. So my hour and a half long group session, we just clocked it at three hours on Tuesday, because I know that people that are like me, people, people have to talk out their solution. So understanding that is critical because then everybody actually gets value out of it. Now I may need to change how this is going to (laughs) look, but this is, we're in beta right now. Uh, We're figuring out what is it that people need and that's part of it, that self-knowledge for sure.
0: So another good tip for people who are kind of like trying to do a little bit of clarity,
1: you know, clean up for themselves is to talk it out. Talk it out if you are that type. Some people just need to make a list and they just need to mind map it and look at it and they know exactly the direction they're going. Or they just need to pick a direction where they want to go and then they'll figure it out along the way. Okay, so here's another great quick tip. This is really overgeneralized, but I don't think it's wrong. Most people either fall into a destination type person or a journey type person. And so the destination person just says, tell me where we're going. I'll figure out how to get there journey people are like, I know I want to go that direction, but I just don't know how it's going to play out. And maybe we'll take some side roads and we'll get some ice cream along the way. And it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of learning and a lot of growing and changing. And maybe we might end up taking another side road, which will take us to a totally different direction. And I'm totally okay with that. Two very different approaches that require two very different formats to actually get that clarity. So that is, I'm I'm in the second camp. I'm more of a, a journey person. And so That clarity was extra hard for me because most destination people are really focused on, they measure everything and it is measured usually in numbers. How much money do I want to make? So they focus on, I want to make a million dollars. Therefore, I need X amount of clients at X amount of dollars and I can do that X amount in X amount of months, then I'll be a millionaire. That's a, a destination person. They also measure other metrics. How many likes did I get? How many, how many kilometers did I walk today? You see it in the measurement of numbers, money, output, time. Yeah. Time. They're big time blockers. Me, I'm like, I hate calendar blocking. I, I can't function like that because I can't time when my inspiration's gonna hit. So here's another clue, another total. Here we go on the destination, on the journey part. We've just hit a little side road here. Follow people that advice aligns with what you want. If someone is telling you to calendar block and it's not working for you, they are not the coach for you. And if they are and you love that, those are the people to follow. It's very, very different because people think differently and they process differently. And so having a a business that's aligned with who you are involves different critical output and paths to success. A destination person is all about time efficiency and blocking getting the most, squeezing every last bit out of it. Journey people are squeezing everything, every last bit of juice out of possibility because anything could happen. In which direction could this go? I don't know. I'm open to how it's going to go and I'm just going to follow what the prompts are. So you can see immediately how different and how difficult it is for people to find a coach. Because I will say this, most coaches that you know live in that destination category they are out there telling you exactly and you'll see it now you can never unsee this in the bios read people's bios on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it is, i help coaches get to six figures. That's a destination person. I help, you know, go from zero and failing to, you know, six figures in 6 months, whatever. If there is numbers attached to it, that is a destination person. If that lights you up, that's your coach. If you are like I don't even know where I want to go and I'm really open to what the prompts are and what my gift is and what I'm supposed to be doing in this world and the meaning behind it. You're going to look for a coach that says, I help people go from scattered and uncertain to aligned action, which is what I do. So again, I don't have to be your coach, but I'm saying is look at the bios and you will be immediately drawn to one or the other. And also critically to know if you're a destination coach to see who your potential clients are, because you will not get results for people that are journey focused. When you are telling them to, you got to email 40 people a day. They don't want to, that's not how they see their journey going. And so they won't get results and you won't get results. So don't work with each other. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Yeah. That was probably a really, a good clarity moment for you too, is like, me as a coach, this is who I am. And these are the people that will succeed with me. And these Uh, are the people who are not going to succeed with me.
1: Yeah. I mean, they could. And because I, I understand that doing practical actions is really critical and that's how you actually get going somewhere. But the end goal isn't, At the end of this, you're gonna earn six figures. The end end result or the outcome we're looking for is clarity. And when you have clarity, that's when you can scale. And that's when you can go after those big numbers. Maybe you don't want a million dollars. Maybe you want five. I don't know. I don't know what your destination is, right? And that's the whole thing. It's like, this could go anywhere. Maybe I'll just, you know, buy an orphanage in Africa and save the children. That is not a number thing. Doesn't mean you don't need numbers. It doesn't mean you don't need a million dollars. But the outcome and desire is very different than let's earn six figures. Awesome. All right. So, Jen, what what would be three things that you just
0: kind of wanna impart some wisdom on anybody who, you know, faced a massively pivotal moment in their business too, like losing all your clients and having to kind of figure out what's next and get clear, you know, what three things do you want to share with them?
1: I would say that it's critical for you to understand who you are. So you'll want to take some kind of a personality assessment, a Meyer, Meyer Briggs assessment, strength finder is another one of my favorites. I love that. It's really juicy. Something that helps you understand how you operate and see the world. That is step number one. Step number two find someone that you really love where they're going or where they're at. So some kind of a coach or mentor, whether you know them or not is not even relevant. Like it's just, I like what they're doing and I like where they're at and, the, and people exude a certain something energy about them. So if you like that, pay attention to that and follow in that direction for sure. Number three, You know, figure out whether you're a journey or destination person. Honestly, that that goes back to knowing yourself. But that was really like a critical aha moment. Because and maybe that's step number one right there. (laughs) Am I destination or a journey person? Figure that out. And that will help you figure out which mentor or coach that you want to work with, because you do need someone to kind of offer you some insight and then number three would be take, continue to take action, whatever it is. You have to keep moving forward. You can't just sit in the corner. Yeah, there's moments when we're all going to sit in the corner and cry for a hot second, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't stay there. You really, really have to kind of take action on something because taking action will actually give you feedback, even if it's the wrong direction. Oh, that wasn't a good thing. I'm going to not do that again. Okay, great. Let's try this direction. So feedback is critical and you only get that through taking action. Excellent. So
0: excellent. All right. So it's like, ask, you know, start asking yourself some different questions that you maybe you were asking yourself before, you know, think about like, who am I? What What's my thing? And then taking a big, you know, step back and looking at the perspective of like, what, what's going on here and who's doing what I want to do and
1: go and kind of tune into them. Totally. Hashtag ask different questions. That's a big one. I can't believe I didn't even throw that one in there. Yes, and di- different ergo better. Cause people, you don't know if it's better until you ask it. So ask a different question. You know, like when we have kids and they're like, I can't fit the square peg in the round hole. I always say, say rotate the toy. I mean, you don't say rotate to a kid necessarily but the point is on the other side of what you can't see is the solution. And you can't see it because you're not willing to look at it from a different perspective. So you have got to change it. So ask different questions, hundred
0: awesome. percent. All right. All right, Jen. So I think you have a little giveaway and a little goodie for our audience. Do. So, you know, what do you want to share with, with everybody for them to kind of take away and, uh, and use to help them start them on this journey, destination or journey, journey that they're going
1: on? Yeah, for sure. So I actually created a clarity guide. It's really just, it's a simple little thing. And it start it really helped me ask different questions of myself because, you know, if you're following the wrong people and not, they're not wrong, they're just wrong for the way you process life, you're going to get answers that don't satisfy. So I have a free clarity guide. So you can grab that on my website, jennifermaxwell.ca forward slash clarity guide. And it's just a quick download. It's just going to help you ask different questions of yourself and it really just starts the process rolling. And then it actually, at the end, you've got some opportunity to put in some different action items. So really you could print off that last page a million times, and that could be like your weekly thing if you really wanted. Like it's, it's, you know, it could because we actually have to take action in our business and making sure that those actions are actually aligned with the outcomes we're looking for. So that's the free clarity guide. You should definitely get on that. Excellent. All right. Awesome, Jen. So thank you so much for joining us
0: this week on the podcast. You shared lots of really helpful tips and suggestions through, you know, your own journey, right? Because this is the whole point of this podcast is sharing, you know, what happened to other people having similar situations to what we might be going through. And, you know, some nuggets of like, hey, this is what I did. Maybe you want to start here and totally. and just help them kind of go through that process. So thank you for sharing all that great knowledge with us this week. And um yeah. I think it's it's really important for people to do that moment of clarity review every now and then, even not even in crisis, not even when something really good or bad happens to you in your business and crisis hits is probably a good exercise to do pretty regularly so that if you find yourself in a, oh my gosh, I just lost all my corporate clients. Now, what moment? The recovery time isn't so long.
1: Yes. That's really, really important. You're right. It's that bounce back ability. Yeah. If you're an entrepreneur, that is critical. I don't care what direction you take, but you have got to bounce back fast. And another thing, and I said at the beginning, I'll say it again, you know, adversity is actually, uh, the little line I always say to myself is what's the gift? The universe really does conspire for you. So instead of looking at it like a tragedy, like, ah, this is a gift. When the whole world had to pause, like people cried and crumbled and a lot of things fall apart, but there are some really good things that came out of it. And if you learn to look at, you know, adversity like that, rotate the toy, change your perspective, you will see that there's always a gift and it was it's always for your better good, always for your betterment. Really, it really, really is. I really believe that.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Jen. And we will talk to you real soon. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank, Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward, and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.